to the Richard Nixon experience. There was one man in the audience who at one time was a competitor with Richard Nixon for the Republican nomination, uh, Governor Reagan of California. I think ABC's Sam Donaldson is talking to him right now. Sam? Thanks, Harry. Uh, Governor Reagan, uh, Harry Reasoner has just said at one time you were a competitor of uh, Mr. Nixon's uh, for the presidency. What were your thoughts as you heard him uh, deliver his second inaugural? Well, I, I don't think I was seriously a competitor at any time, but my thoughts out here hearing this second inaugural were... Uh, thoughts of joy. I think that uh, uh, he made it perfectly plain what some of us have thought for some time, that uh, he has been embarked and is going to seriously change the course of this nation away from centralization in Washington and uh, paternalistic government, and he used that phrase, or used paternalism as a phrase, uh, to a decentralization. He's going to turn to the people and uh, reduce the power and the size and hopefully the cost of government. The big question there always is, if Washington doesn't do it, are the states prepared and are they able to do it? How about California? I think so, yes. I, I think the states are the logical um, uh, level of government for a great many of the domestic uh, things that have been usurped over the recent decades and uh, been preempted by the federal government. This is a nation of sovereign states. It is a federation of sovereign states. Uh, some people have challenged that theory in recent decades and have tried to bring about a change and uh, create uh, local administrative districts of a strong central government. I don't think it will work. I think the people uh, can operate best at the levels of government closest to them. And I believe the states are not only uh, ready, uh, willing and able, but anxious uh, to assume some of these duties. Were you disappointed that the president was unable to say anything more today about a Vietnam peace other than the line that as we bring this war to an end, etc.? Well, I, I think he, he has to, uh, to do that. Uh, you are fighting an enemy that has made it very plain that that particular enemy uh, sees the conference table as just another uh, segment of the battlefield. And if they think there are points to be gained that they tried to win by aggression and force, uh, they will try to win it by negotiation. So I think until this piece is actually signed, uh, uh, he could say no more. Thank you very much, Governor Reagan. Thank you. Harry? Governor Ronald Reagan of California, who has just presented a new budget, as did Governor Rockefeller, a fellow Republican in New York, which does not, for a change, call for tax increases. The uh, first course should now be being served in the luncheon inside the Capitol. We'll have more on Inauguration 73 in a moment, right after this message. Both great actors. <laughs> they were just fantastic. Yeah, it was 
done with great delegates. Yeah. Very beautiful. Right. And, and I thought all the choral, choral groups, and then that 1812 thing is a good patriotic motive. Yeah. It, I thought it was a right. great thing. And I like the spirit of the people who are there. Oh, yes. Our people. But yeah. One keeps it's all right there. Yeah. They actually were <clears throat> there, actually, though, I compared with four years ago. They were all, I went to the symphony down at uh, Constitution Hall, and they were all. I mean, they were cheering and everything, but this time, you know, there's a lot of, there's more shouting. <laughs> oh, and there's tremendous pride. Yeah, yeah. When one walks through these halls, right, people right. come up. I bet you really needed your Secret Service last night, oh, didn't you? God, I but they were nice, weren't they? All the people oh, and the everything. People, uh, oh, they couldn't. It's really moving because... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, they see through a lot of this stuff that oh, we all God. see. I mean, uh, everyone says... Uh, do the right tell thing. Tell the president... Just thank God, and mm -hmm. it's really a mm -hmm. very moving thing. What is the word from Haig? Beef, uh, well, he's had a session, and Chu has written you another letter, but... Uh, oh, God. Well, it's important, I think, that we are patient, because what the guy is doing, he's obviously posturing himself step by step. He's now reduced... In his last letter, he made four conditions. He's now reduced them to two, and... Uh, of which one we can't even consider and one we can probably get him. He's also sending his foreign minister to Paris to meet with me. Oh, God. Well, Mr. President, it has this advantage. And yeah. first, my first reaction was exactly like you. And yeah. I've been in now for two hours yeah. uh, analyzing it uh, together with my staff. And we all have come uh, to, to this conclusion. Uh, the problem with him is if we initial an agreement on Tuesday, without visible participation by them, it's a great loss of face. Yeah. If he has his foreign minister there, yeah. then he can claim he participated. Yeah. And the foreign minister is his nephew? No, no, no. So another nephew one. is that little bastard yeah. kid who is the minister of information. Yep. Uh, the foreign minister is an ass, and he, yeah. he won't be able to do anything. Uh, to do anything. Now, what I thought, though, Mr. President, we should do is this. We should send him a letter by you in reply, saying you're delighted his foreign minister will be there, and, of course, I'll talk to him and brief him fully. But you have instructed me to proceed with initialing. Right. I will try to get that one change in the protocols that they want. And on this, they are not wrong. I think Sullivan goofed on that. What Another is the major about? point. The problem is Sullivan put into the protocol, and I didn't watch that, that the police should carry only pistols. Mm -hmm. They point out that their police carries carbines and M16 rifles. Mm -hmm. Now, I think we can probably get something done, but even if we can't in changing it, at least we can tell him you're going to make the effort. But what we should put in the letter from yeah. you is... Uh, that you must have an answer from him by noon tomorrow, whether, yeah. even though you have instructed me to seek that change, yeah. he, will he will concur in letting us initial it. Letting us? Uh, I mean, uh, he will concur in our initialing it. Yeah. Uh, be uh, because if not, you will have to initial it unilaterally. Yeah. And you would then have to call the congressional leaders in Sunday night prior to my departure and inform them of that fact. I mean, you don't have to do it. Yeah. I just want to give him an explanation why he has to answer yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. That once the congressional leaders are informed, uh, aid will become difficult, even if he then still finally comes along. Yeah, that the uh, 
the congressional leaders will will will, will in my opinion, be adamant in saying the, that, that we should go unilaterally and not seek further cooperation. My worry is if we don't give him an absolutely unshakable deadline, mm -hmm. he will yield. I will now bet it. I would say the chances are 99 out of 100. But you, but of course, that, you, you're either, it's a question of which day. Uh, I guess we all thought he'd yield Tuesday, and now we thought he'd yield Saturday. And no, I never thought he'd yield Tuesday. I thought. Well, no, no, I mean, I mean, some did. I mean, I thought he'd yield either today or next Tuesday. And what uh, we have to bring home to him is that Tuesday is too late. That's right. Yes, that uh, at the time that Hague and Bunker and our intelligence chief there. We have, all their units have already been informed that the ceasefire will go in. Why don't you say this, that uh, that before, <coughs> and he doesn't need to know that one, I said before you leave for Paris uh, on Sunday evening, uh, I have to meet with congressional leaders uh, that at that time uh, they are going to ask whether that, that I will have to tell them uh, yes or no, whether or not uh, uh, he will concur in the initialing. Uh, that we will do our best, uh, and then that. But I, uh, and uh, but I cannot guarantee. But in any event, uh, we we will try. But uh, but if 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 I tell the congressional leaders that we're not concur, then uh, that uh, that it is my judgment without uh, is my that that I am convinced from having talked to Senator Goldwater and Senator Stennis, who are his major supporters in the Senate. Uh, that they will uh, uh, throw up their hands. That, that they will. That they will, in effect, uh, uh, direct. Uh, they, they will, in effect, inform me that uh, the Congress will not go along on further aid unless he goes along on Tuesday. Right. How about putting it that way? Exactly. Tell him I'm going to have a meeting with congressional leaders. Well, uh, you see, he doesn't need to know whether we have it or not. Or you don't want to say that. I think. You see, I will say you'll have a meeting, and at that time. You'll have to tell them on what basis we're proceeding. Yes. That as I tell them, I'm going to have a meeting on Sunday, that on that with the congressional leaders before you leave, which you say with selected congressional leaders, yes. uh, with the, the selected congressional leaders before you leave. At that time, uh, uh, they will, uh, uh, the question will uh, be, be, I have been informed that the, that the question will be raised as to whether or not he will concur in our initialing of the agreement, <clears throat> I, uh, if uh, if his answer is that he will not concur in the initialing of the agreement, that uh, the congressional leaders, uh, in my view, without question, then will move uh, to uh, cut off assistance. Is that going too far? In other words, I don't know whether the threat is, goes too far or not, but I no, don't do any damn thing it is or to cut off his head if necessary. But no, the uh, way to put it, I think, Mr. President, is to say that even if he should then later come along, yes, that is, that is, this will do him no good yeah. because they will look as if they've been extorted. Yeah, that is, that is, the problem is that if he waits, <clears throat> that I, that I feel that, I feel it is imperative that when I meet with the congressional leaders, tell him that I'm going to meet with the congressional leaders, that I'm going to inform them then inform them at that time that I've been in consultation with President Tu that uh, and and that uh, uh, Dr. Kissinger will go to uh, Paris Tuesday that he will initial the agreement on Tuesday uh, uh, at that time unless I can tell the uh, they will inevitably ask whether or not President Tu 
despite uh, some uh, differences which he has mentioned, uh, whether or not he will concur. Uh, if I am unable to tell him that he will concur, his going on later will appear to them to have been an extortion and will, I think, uh, will, will, uh, will uh, probably, uh, will, will, uh, in, uh, without question, uh, result in, in congressional uh, cutoff of aid, or how's that sound, or something like that. Does that right. go too far? See what I mean? No, no, I think that's right. That's what we should do. And, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, without question, I, I feel it is imperative that in confidence that I, be, that I be able to tell the congressional leaders that he has objections, that we will do our best on the Tuesday session to try to get those objections uh, dealt with. And that we will raise those objections, but that we are going to initial. But that if I don't, but if he, uh, and that you're going to meet with the foreman, but I must have a private assurance from him that I can pass on to them in total privacy, selected leaders, that he will concur. Otherwise, uh, I think his aid, that uh, the aid which we both, which I want very much for South Vietnam, will be in very, very deadly jeopardy. Right. I Something along that line, maybe he'll do it. I completely agree. Well, whatever it is, I'm I'm resigned to it. We've had uh, we've had so many disappointments in this thing well, over the four years. Well, easy, but uh, uh, let me fought every what, fought every battle. Let me find here what Bunker uh, is saying. Bunker's not much in touch with anything anymore, sir. No, but
that we are that we are going to have to sign on that day. We'll make an effort after your conversations with uh, with Lunds to get uh, you know to uh, to work out things. But I but I uh, must have his understanding that after we have made every effort and after the as, as we agree to initial that we go along. And I must be able to tell the select some congress selected congressional leaders people. Uh, those who are particularly his supporters, like Senator Sennett and Senator Goldwater, that uh, we are going ahead. Otherwise, I feel that if it would appear, if if we wait until then, that uh, that it will appear that he went along unwillingly, and that would uh, give uh, our, our 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 basically his enemies in the Senate and the Congress a chance to kill aid for Vietnam, which is the, of course something that I desperately am trying to save. Something like that. Exactly. I agree completely. Okay, if you can get the tone of that in it, that's fine. Right, President. And I think it is on course, and it will go through. Yeah, it's well. It's just nothing with these bloody Vietnamese works, simply. Well, at least, though, Henry, the North Vietnamese, you knew damn well, were coming along on the 9th, Tuesday. It took you four more days. This fellow doesn't let you know anything. Or is he? Uh, well, he's sort of... We know about as much from him as we knew from the North Vietnamese on the 9th. It's just that with the North Vietnamese, we could meet 10 hours a day. And with this fellow, we have to do it by, by cable. It's about the same process. Once they agree in principle, then they start haggling over petty Well, talking. he has agreed in principle, hasn't he? In fact, uh, you pick up the, the morning paper, even as vicious a sheet as the Washington Post, and they say agreement in principle has been reached on the... Uh, uh, there is agreement on the agreement, but he still has some objections to the protocol. Exactly. Well, now, you and I know the protocols don't mean a goddamn thing. But uh, I agree that... Uh, I agree Sullivan did goof on that, but uh, how the hell, Henry, can we watch everything? I mean, I would have known that. I would have known that, but he's a good man. But I would have known that you cannot change the bad... You, let me put it this way. Sullivan is up. Was he ever in the service? Where you were, of course. He was in the Navy. I know. Well, I, so was I. Let me tell you something. The point about the pistols and the other. Do you realize that you have the problem with any police force that that that, that uh, where you have a police force with his army based? Damn it! Enlisted men. It's only officers that carry pistols. They don't even issue to enlisted men. They carry carbines. That's what this is all about. You know, Hugh's got a hell of a point there. And if you he'd have to change the whole, he'd have to give every one of these damn enlisted men pistols. And of course, that's a dangerous damn thing. A pistol can be concealed. It can be used to rape and also everything else. You, for riot control, you can't really use pistols. I know that. I'm just sort of raising a, a more, more of an esoteric point, which anybody could raise and say, look, you know, if a guy's carrying carbine, at least you know that, uh, I mean, it's out there in the open where you're not going to shoot somebody with stealth. Yeah. With a pistol, it's a, it's a, that's that's all. Uh, that's only the prerogative of officers. Exactly. Well, uh, that was a mistake. But I think we may be able to do something. But if not, we can't hold up the agreement on that point. Yeah. What's the other point he wants? The, well, the other all South Vietnamese leave. All North Vietnamese leave. But he's now made a number of that we can handle. I've figured out a way not. What we, I thought you can't we change anything. I thought, no, I thought you said you... can't change anything in the agreement, but what we can do... Well, you can't even change anything in the protocol, can you, Tuesdays? I understand you're just going over there to initial it, or is there... Well, the protocols we have a little more flexibility with, because those were still being negotiated last week, and we can still say 
that I had never put my thumbprint on those. Yeah. So well, you can be very positive about it and say, look, we've got a lot of objections to the protocol. You could talk to the North Vietnamese, and the president just said the hell with them all, but they're just one here that we just feel is we are fair enough we ought to have. Right. Exactly. That we can do. We probably won't get it, but at least there we yeah. have a chance. On the North Vietnamese troops, I won't even raise it. The way to handle no, it no, no, no. is to give you a note saying that we do not construe anything in <coughs> this agreement to give them the right to have troops there. That's right. And, and that I will so state at a pro and that we will so state at a proper time. Well, right. That we will so state right. after the agreement is signed. Can we say that? Yeah, after the agreement is signed, but I wouldn't say it before. Yeah. Just say that I will make that that, that uh, we will just not we and we will we will make that position uh, uh, we will make that position public after the agreement is signed. Right. Fine. Uh, without uh, without equivocation. Right. Right. And that that, that is uh, that the key thing is that we do not recognize that right, and that when we don't recognize it, right. Well, I have a feeling. I don't know. As I've always said. That He's got to go along, apart from all these intercepts and the rest. There's only one thing that sort of uh, got into my mind last night, which perhaps has occurred to you. Uh, I'm not sure how much you can rely on the intercepts. Uh, I mean, after all, these people are not stupid. And I remember when I was in Moscow and Peking, uh, knowing the rooms were bugged, I used to say things, outlandish things sometimes, yeah. uh, just for the purpose of, uh, of you know, putting them on the, the wrong trail. Uh, these characters may be doing this in order to set us up for a fall. Has that occurred to you? Well, if it were only one bugged room, Mr. President, I would agree with you, and I thought that for a long time. But when corps commanders, uh, regional commanders, other people have been given instructions, uh, if it, yeah, if I guess it were so. Any one source. Yeah. But when you get five or six sources all coming together saying the same thing, what you would then have is a massive deception campaign. Yeah. Which is not totally impossible, but yeah. which is totally suicidal. But he tells all of his corps commanders, Henry, that <coughs> it isn't going to happen. Why? I mean, if he now tells his corps commanders that he has decided, he, the man who's prided himself on his friendship with America, that he has now decided to kick America in the teeth, to cancel his orders, it would mm -hmm. be impossible. Can he not be unaware of the enormous uh, expectation that has now been raised here? And that uh, can he not be unaware that, uh, that uh, not only is his age jeopardized, but that there's no way that we can reverse this course? I mean, you remember, I never did like, and neither did you, Roger's constant use of the word irreversible, remember? Yeah. On Vietnamization. But now it is irreversible. You and I both know it. No question. I mean, uh, you can carry a country just so far. Uh, and, and understand, it isn't irreversible if there was a horrible rape on the other side. But here, when he rapes himself, it's irreversible. Well, and the other side has been very restrained this week. Well, I know, but you, you see what I mean. Oh, yeah. Uh, we can do anything if there's an invasion and that sort of thing, then we can, you know, gin up people. But if, on the other hand, simply for the sake of, of, of fighting for a word in the protocol, uh, uh, to the effect that police should carry carbines and also, or, or that the principle, uh, an esoteric principle, that, that the North Vietnamese have no right to be in the South. If you think people are going to want us to bomb Hanoi for that, hell no. Exactly. They don't give a damn about it. They say, well, Christ, if we say it particularly, and that's not, well, 
<clears throat> no use to rationalize and get ourselves about it and convince ourselves. We're all convinced. I think the I think it should be a rather soft answer that will turn away wrath, but very firm that I have to have an answer by Sunday uh, that I can convey. Shall we say that I will convey to the congressional leaders, or do you want to say that I need an answer, or I will have to call? You see, the calling the congressional leaders in if I don't get an answer is more of a threat. Calling them in, just a couple of his, you know, selected ones to tell them. I understand which, whichever way, which do you think is the better way to play? I think your suggestion is the better way of playing. Just to say that before you go, that I have to call in some selected congressional leaders, a very, very small group of them, who are his best friends, uh, including Senator Gold, men like Senator Goldwater and Senator. Uh, so uh, uh, they, uh, and I, I need to inform them that at that point that. Uh, and will of, of, of the problem of his objections but I also they will tell him that we are going to head to initial that she's going to meet with the foreign minister I'm delighted that he's coming because I think it's important that we have a, a consultation uh, which we have had and we have a public show of it right up to the last up to the time of initially but I need to tell them that or they will not be able to stop the irresistible tide of of, of, of his enemies who would say that South Vietnam did not go along, that they were forced to go along, and therefore are not a uh, dependable uh, uh, ally. Okay. But, you know, <coughs> uh, just work the language out. I think uh, if, you, if you want me to look at it, I can. Uh, Mr. President, uh, given your schedule today, I think well, I, I think you thought very well now. Yeah, well, you know, it's just a question of, uh, you've you got the thought. It's is more important. Sure, sure, sure. I'll show it to you right after the... No, 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 I, do, I, don't, I really don't need to see it. I don't need to see it, uh, unless you think I need to. Uh, I think what we discussed is exactly what fine. we put in there. Well, fine, fine. You go right ahead and send her off then. Uh, the main thing is to get the darn thing over there, Henry. Right. And uh, I realize that. Don't worry about me. I can. Uh, I. I. I've got the thought across. And when you finally come down to it, it's more the mood than anything else. Two things: the mood and the deadline. He's got to know both. Both. Now, uh, just to just to go down the road on the contingency. Suppose he wires back and says no. I'll have to say that he cannot. That he says I cannot agree until we see what the final. Then we can still give him till noon on Tuesday. <laughs> All right. Then on noon on Tuesday. Uh, then, I, then we have to go. Uh, I would still announce the agreement. In other words, uh, your view is you will come back and say uh, uh, you wouldn't say that he wasn't going along, but you'd say that he was. Now the other on the other contingency we have to have in mind, uh, which I know you've always ruled out. Suppose are we are we inciting him to come out and make a public statement before? No, before Tuesday that he won't no, go along. He'll never be worse off. This will be so much the worst for him, Mr. President. Yeah. That he can never be better off making it early rather than late. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In other words, uh, you believe that his interests absolutely require him to absolutely force him to go public by some irreversible action on our part. Well, that's going to be Tuesday, isn't it? That will be after Tuesday. He won't do it. No, 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 no. But I mean, I have to go public Tuesday. That's my point. That's right. Uh, your initialing, of course, will go, and then I announce it publicly, and 
I would uh, I just put it coldly that uh, you will go there, you will meet, you will do the best you can, you'll meet with this foreign minister, you will work in the protocol. But then that I have directed you to to initial it uh, at that point, and uh, I will announce it Tuesday night. Right. Fine. Okay. Fine. Any other wars in the world you've started? <laughs> no, I thought we should let get the inauguration behind us before starting another one. Mm -hmm. No problems with any of our bureaucratic friends. Well, I don't think we should let them in on any of this. Oh, of course not. Never, 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 never. And, uh, oh, incidentally, uh, do you think it's necessary to inform, uh, oh, <laughs> very good point, uh, and this is in order, there is to be no informing of allies with regard to the Tuesday night thing, like Australia, is that clear? Absolutely, I've already taken care of that. And are you sure that Green isn't going to slip a message out to them or something, no. that they're not no. going to call the ambassador in? No, well, well, uh, the ambassador's not to be called in and informed. Well, Green doesn't even know yet when the message is, so he can't slip him in. Okay, you understand? Green won't know until Tuesday morning. No, we'll sit on that. You understand, it's just a matter of... No, uh, neither Australia nor New Zealand. That's right. And needless to say, not Canada. Oh, but Canada, Mr. President, we must because they are on the international supervisory body. And Canada, actually, the uh, uh, bullshit. The trouble is that uh, that Trudeau governs together with that leftist party, and he was in a box there. No, he can make all the excuses as well, Henry. I'm through with him. But that totally. That I agree with. Totally. Totally. All right. That, that, inform them. You can inform them 15 minutes before. Now that's an order. Right. No, I don't. Not more than 15. I don't care. They're for they're on the supervisory body. They are not to have any advance information. Is that clear? Right. The message is not to be from me. Is that clear? Oh, that is clear. Under no, I'm, my name is not to be mentioned. There is no appreciation of for that. There's to be no response to anything he says, saying. But we're glad that this thing is over. I want no responses to anybody of that sort, either individual or governmentally. Is that absolutely clear? Fully clear. There is, I'll fire the whole State Department. Fully clear, Mr. President. Okay, good luck. Right. This is Randall Wallace, uh, your host for Bridging the Political Gap. I want to thank you first for tuning in to our podcast and invite you to come to our website, randallwallace.com. There you can get a copy of our book, Always Vote Your Conscience, Don't Take It Personally, and Don't Fight the Same Old Battles Over and Over Again, with a lot of policy suggestions and things that I think everyone could embrace, an argument for why we need to be working together instead of fighting with each other. Also, you can take a look at the first 11 episodes of this podcast, which was a podcast documentary that looked at the World War II generation of bipartisan leadership that built the American century and the lessons we can learn from them to apply to today's situations. Again, thanks for tuning in to our podcast. And if you've enjoyed our show, please leave us a review at wherever you get your podcast. And now, let's get back to the show.
Mr. President? Wondered what the uh, latest report was. Right. Uh, we haven't had the two answer. We just have his reaction as he received your letter. The second letter. The, the third second letter. Third letter. Actually, the, yeah. the letter we discussed yesterday. Yeah. And he said, well, he understands that if you make these requests, that there must be a very grave situation here. And he's now practically agreed to the agreement. Now he's yakking about the protocol. Yeah, he'd been doing that for all week, of course. Well, no, he, he was still now given up on his objections to the agreement. I am certain now he's coming along. Mm -hmm. And he is just now making the record of having fought every step of the way. Do we expect an answer? We expect some answer today, yes. Which, in my view, will still leave a little crack open. What he would like to be able to say, for domestic reasons, is that his foreign minister talked to me in Paris and got one crappy little concession. Mm -hmm. Now, I have sent Sullivan in to see the North Vietnamese, mm -hmm. and it's just possible that we'll get one. And I'll know that tonight. Mm -hmm. But even without it, I'm certain he'll come along now. Doesn't have any choice. I mean, uh, that's uh, as we all well know. Well, uh, in any event, uh, uh, what, what you said you're planning to leave tonight? No, tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Mm -hmm. And Hague well. will be coming back this afternoon. Well, what time tomorrow morning? Uh, I'm leaving at 9 what time we should get together. Oh, anytime you say. Well, what time, you see, I meant what time his stuff, well, when everything will be in the bag. That's what I want to know. Maybe maybe we better wait, wait till tomorrow morning. Uh, tomorrow morning we'll have all the facts. Yeah. And no I can put off the departure by, by no, half an hour. No use to meet before that. Suppose that we uh, plan to meet at, uh, say, uh, say, uh, uh, 30 tomorrow morning. That gives us a time to, for you to have uh, I mean, do you, are you supposed to depart at 9? I was supposed to depart Andrews at 9. If we could make it at 8, it'd be... Fine. Because I can delay the departure to 9.30. Oh, fine, fine. I, th I thought you were going to be here. Fine. Why don't we meet at 8 o'clock? And uh, we'll... Uh, I'll just come over to the EOB and we'll meet there. Right. Uh, meet there at 8 o'clock. So that there won't be... If you get any, uh, if you get any information worth reporting, because see, I'm tied up all day today with reception. Right. Through 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 about eight o'clock. If you get something by tonight, uh, which you probably won't. Uh, the, the no, I'll have something by tonight. I'm sure. Well, if you have, uh, then uh, possibly we could get together. Then the only purpose of getting together, obviously, is to. Uh, but tomorrow morning would be, uh, we'll have all the facts tomorrow morning. Mm -hmm. And uh, we all ha also have to go over the, uh, the uh, situation on the, uh, with regard to the remarks that I'll be making on uh, the, the present indications are now that I will go forward on Tuesday. Uh, it's 98% certain. Yeah. In fact, it's certain, Mr. President. Yeah. I'm just, just copying it. But basically, I don't see that anything can happen. Uh, the only point, that's the really the only effect is how it affects my remarks, of course, isn't it? What we hear from him. I think, Mr. President, at the very worst, if I would, could recommend, if he has not given his formal agreement, then I would just ignore him 
I would not make, and he will then the next day certainly come along. Mm -hmm. He cannot afford to break with you publicly once you've committed yourself. Mm -hmm. Well, we've told them, him that in the letter, haven't we, Henry? We've told him that, but, but he hasn't broken with you once he realized, once he accepted the fact that you meant business. Yeah. yeah. Every exchange, he moves closer to you. Is not acting like a man digging in. Right. Good. Well, then we'll plan. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, we'll meet then at eight o'clock in the morning. Let's just make it certain. Right. And then that way we can uh, uh, get the whole thing fired out of the way. All right. Fine. Henry. Right. Thank, Thank you. you. We'll say that you had a brief talk with Hake today when he arrived. Oh, sure, sure. Without, yeah, I'll be in conversation with him. Right. Because right. actually, I've had some, so many reports on him, I've already talked to him. That's right. You can say, yes, I have discussion with Hagen that, uh, that I'm meeting with you in the morning before you depart. Right, Mr. Fine, Fine Henry. Thank you. Bye. Hello? Yes, Mr. President. Well, you had another tough trip, I guess. <laughs> well, it wasn't too bad, sir. Uh, it was very hectic, of course, and busy, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel quite uh, comfortable about the outcome. I think, think this. I think the guy is coming. Uh, everyone else, uh, from the Koreans, Lao, uh, Cambodians, and the Thais, are fully behind this thing. Yeah. And uh, Chu is, is going to come. There's no question about it. Uh, we're just. What do you think about in two or three months? <laughs> no, no. I think. Uh, I think as soon as Henry sees this guy over there and gives him a, a face-saving. Uh, uh, excuse for if he can you see i i don't think uh, that henry can that we can count at all al on henry being able to get any more face saving things <laughs> oh no no i don't mean any changes we'll, we'll get uh, a change in the protocol on the uh, equipping of the police do you think we will oh yes i think so and that's that's a minor thing but it's uh, it's not the two minor and this isn't the problem anyhow his right. problem is that he he basically feels he's uh, been screwed. Uh, he knows he has no alternative, uh, yeah. and he's yeah. going to come along. He told me he was. I mean, and despite what he writes, you see, he writes one thing in his formal letters, and then he explains to me that he just can't commit suicide, and he's not going to be another DM, and he, he could be a short-term hero, but he would rather yeah. be a, a statesman. And he what are his letters written for, then, for history? For history, for his constituency. And that, uh... You see, the problem I have is, uh, uh, basically what I say when I go on Tuesday night. I just gotta just ignore him, I guess. But, of course, the better, the, the uh, not being able to say that, uh, he is aboard will be widely noticed and could, could oh, jeopardize his damn thing. Oh, he'll be able to say that. He'll be able In fact, he's already said in his latest answer, uh, <laughs> a couple of hours ago that, uh, he is coming along, uh, providing we get a couple of minor things straightened out. Well, there's the language changes that uh, uh, we're working on now with Sullivan over there, and Henry can confirm uh, mm -hmm. Tuesday morning. Good, good. So I'm, I'm, I'm good. absolutely confident. Yeah. I have told Ron that, well, anyway, we've got to do it, as you know. I've told Ron that uh, the... Uh, you, you and I have, have uh, yes, been sir. chatting, sure. and so uh, uh, when we 
finish, you can just talk. Tell him we had a half hour on the phone. You know, we we just had a half hour talk, and that that we uh, I uh, the way we have told him. As a matter of fact, he told me that he was going to put out that we had met or talked. It doesn't make any difference. They were meeting. We're, we're meeting now. As a matter of fact, uh, but, uh, before this reception, and we'd meet afterwards. After this family reception, say around 5:30 or so, I'll give you another buzz and good. you and Henry and see what the hell's going on, and that will confirm it all. But. Uh, uh, I don't think there's really, yes, I, you just might as well give Ron a call and say, yes, we, that we've had our talk and that we will have another talk at 5.30 or so today. Fine. Okay, sir. Fine. But you feel pretty good, do you? Oh, yes. I. Uh, You're not physically too worn out, huh? No, no. No, no. I, this is well, you'd be more worn off if you stayed here and had to dance all night. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Get I know, drink and booze up and all that sort of thing. All of the leaders over there, yeah. I'll tell you, sir, they're uh, 100% behind you. They really... Uh, they don't have anybody else to be behind. They better be up there. Well, I'll tell you, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Of course, that's what you told us is yeah. NSC, you know. He yeah. said, this is the tough guy. He said, but just think where we'd be if the government had been there. Yeah. Oh, Christ. We treated him with kid gloves compared to what we ought to have done. That's right. And he's a he's a frustrating character, but... Uh, he's got to go, though. He just has to, and... Uh, He's going. That I, mm -hmm. that I have no mm -hmm. question about. Yeah. We just have to stay tough with him. Uh, reasonable, but tough. Huh? Uh, he's accepted, apparently, the Agno idea. wants him over oh, there. Oh, yes. He's very enthusiastic about it. He told right, me, well, that, yes, if this goes, that's what I want. That's good. If, oh, if this goes, well, I was going to say, he's getting a little pregnant if he begins to talk that way. But uh, He's as pregnant as he can be yeah. right now. Now he wants us to go to, uh, he does want to have a meeting with me, does he, or not? Uh, yes, he'll want that. He wants it to, to be a little bit later, though. I would much prefer it later. I mean, the further I can get it behind this, the better. And uh, you know what I mean? And because uh, I, and I, and I don't want it in Washington. I, I mean, I don't want to expose him to this hostile atmosphere. In San Clemente, we can control the damn right. place. That's right. And I think there's no question that he'll want that. Uh, he was goosey about uh, admitting it because he was still fighting the details, but yeah, I don't care. I understand that. Since it, I'd rather not. I'd, I'd rather not have it at all. But uh, as you know, I mean, from the time factor, but from his standpoint, I think he needs it. He does. He needs it. Don't you think so? Absolutely. He needs to have those pictures. And That's right. Standing yeah. together. He's so going to need so. it in the, as this this thing's been underway for a bit. Uh, and yeah. His better timing. Yeah, to see how it's working. That's right. He's uh, he of course Al must not base his reliance. Of course, even no matter what, how much we tell him that if uh, he creates or provokes an incident, that he can expect the Air Force to come bat batting in there to save him again. Well, I think it's knows. not going to happen. You know, he it's knows. like it's like the old Sigmund Ray. You know, in 1953, we had to pull him back. Now he's not going to have any free hand. He's got to he's got to comply or his ass. It's his ass, not ours this time. This this he knows, and that's really one of his problems. He's yeah, he doesn't he doesn't want to he doesn't want to take up that uh, that burden, does he? No. Okay, Al, I won't hold you, and uh, you'll, we'll call you 530 well, or so. Congratulations to you. I'm sorry I wasn't here to... Oh, thank you. Nothing to it. Thank you. Bye. God bless you, sir. Hello. General Haig, sir. Good morning, sir. Hi, Al. I told Henry before he left that uh, uh, in working out my uh, remarks for uh, tomorrow, and assuming that he finishes tomorrow or the next day, that I would be... Uh, 
calling on you. I will, of course, have uh, Kennedy over as well so that we can keep it uh, in the chain here. He totally agrees. The main thing I want to be sure is that we have what in what we have in what is necessary with regard to the South Vietnamese. Yes, there, and, there is uh, some problem there. Yeah, and he's got a lot in there already. So, I mean, I think he, we have everything in, but uh, have you seen the draft that they prepared? Yes, I saw it uh, yeah. yesterday afternoon. Right. Maybe it could be tightened up somewhat. Yeah. Well, it's it's too long now, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, I don't know what either, but I, I plan to cut it in half, actually. I really think I'll let all is... I mean, I mean, I, I don't mean that uh, we can put in the stuff reassuring this and that, but I think this is the time to go gassing on about it. I think we just announced here it is. This is what we said we wanted. Now uh, the South Vietnamese uh, have participated in it and so forth. We call on everybody to uh, thank the American people for supporting it and, exactly. and get the hell out of there. Don't you agree? Yeah. I think I think it tends to. I tend. I, I think the, the present draft, although. You just don't have to talk that long about it, or would you? Or do you agree? How do well, you? Well, I thought there was some redundancy in it. Uh, yeah. The yeah. last paragraph sort of repeated the third or the second paragraph. Right. right. But I think we do have to have this reassurance in there. South Vietnamese stuff, I'll leave in, and now when I get the thing done, I'll uh, I'll have you take a look at that and see what it does. Good. With regard to that, I suppose that uh, I, I guess it's a it's a good law. Uh, uh, it's a good public position that Henry's going over earlier, and we'll spend we'll meet tonight with the. This is foreign very minister. helpful, and that their guy is over there. That foreign minister. Yeah, that shows. Uh, he'll meet with the foreign minister, and they'll meet tomorrow, and we'll just go forward on it. Uh, as far as Tew's response is concerned, it's still still one that uh, indicates he's going to wait to see what I say and so forth. But after I step out, he's going to have one hell of a time not uh, coming along, isn't he? Well, he'll be a, he'll be with us before then. Before you think so? Step out. I would hope so. Into that. Yeah. He can't afford not to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a very interesting thing. The, uh, the, uh, I just think he's sitting here after talking to Henry this morning and thinking of how uh, the, uh, the, uh, our whole, our whole opposition and so forth in this country, uh, how they must be gnashing their goddamn teeth, you know, isn't no, it? No, it's killing them. Uh, they, of course, will come back. They'll say, well, we, we didn't get anything out of waiting since October. We could have gotten it then, and it wasn't worth fighting for four years, and why didn't we do this, and it isn't going to last, and it's a bad piece and so forth. But I don't think that's going to wash with most people. What do you think? I don't know. I don't think it washes at all, and I think McGovern's performance yesterday just turned everybody absolutely. Is that right? Did you, did you see that? No, I didn't see it. Even in Oxford? God, yes, he attacked uh, the Democratic Party, yeah. uh, the presidency, party, the country, the presidency. Yeah, this guy is—he's uh, just an out-and-out revolutionary. Sure, good. Well, I'm glad to have him where he is. That's right. He was beaten badly, and that's right. Well, that's the—that's exactly the interpretation of the average American, and uh, I think there's a, right. another revulsion building to this crap. Sure. Well, peace will help it. I'm not gonna. As far as uh, revulsion is concerned, they were really a pitiful bunch during the inauguration. I mean, they're squealing around, but they all know it's coming, and yet they still have something to squeal. They're going to commit suicide, some of these bastards, you know, really, physically, That's when they don't have something to, uh, to hate about. Isn't that it? That's exactly it. And they're, they're really so frustrated. They hate the country. They hate themselves. 
And that's what it's really about. It isn't just war. It's everything. It, that, well, that's one thing to keep in mind because that's exactly right. It's yeah. not the war. No. It's now a bigger issue, and they're fighting this as their last leg. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's going to leave them out in a limb. Well, I'll work a little more on this thing, and then I'll probably have you come over this afternoon to take a look at one draft. Yes, sir. Fine. You'll be at the Pentagon, will you? Right, sir, and I'm going to keep following this right on through because we'll have some schedule changes. If there's a 24-hour slip, then we'll have to back-channel these leaders uh, uh, so that they're appraised of the schedule. We'll know about that by probably um, well, the middle of the middle of the night, won't we? Right, right. No, no, no. We'll no. know before then, uh, probably, because I think Henry may do something tonight, Paris time. We'll meet with Lee Doctor even tonight? Well, it may be a communication. He's going to see the South Vietnamese, of course. Yeah. And uh, I'm just not sure how to do it. We'll either know early tomorrow or, yeah. or late tonight. Well, I told him that slipping in a day made not one damn bit of difference. No, I uh, if it helps, uh, if, it, if it helps with the, with the South, and if it doesn't hurt with the North, that's what he—that's the line he has to take. Right. Uh, but don't, but don't slip the. I'm not going to slip the signing of the treaty. No, no, no. We that can't can do that. That can go. But the point is that if he wants to slip the initialing, does make a damn bit of a difference. That's right, and it would—it might give us a chance to iron out some 